Today's episode of Podcastration is brought to you in part by... I want to talk to you about a dangerous drug that many people, some even as young as you, are using. It's a form of cocaine called crack, or rock. Instead of being snorted through the nose like powdered cocaine, crack is smoked, and the drug reaches the brain within seconds. And while powdered cocaine is highly addictive, crack users can become dependent on the drug very quickly. Just think, a little chip of cocaine can take control of a person's entire life. But smart kids aren't letting that happen to them. They know better than to play around with dangerous stuff like cocaine. Using crack and cocaine to get high, that's what you say you love. But it's really insane, you could die, what are you thinking of? Nobody's needing that crack and cocaine There's terrible trouble behind it And sooner or later you're burning your brain Making a mess of your mind Just a snort or a smoke In your greed That's all you care about But your life is a joke And you need someone to help you out Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine There's terrible trouble behind it And sooner or later you're burning your brain Making a mess of your mind Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine There's terrible trouble behind Sooner or later you're burning your brain Making a mess of your mind Don't forget, cocaine is nothing to get involved with. Be smart and just say no to these and any other drugs. And that's a good way to help me take a bite out of crime. Podcastration's gonna rock the nation in one, two, three, four. I'm doing those barks because do you remember McGruff, the crime dog? Yes. A coworker was sending me messages on Facebook, them old videos of uh I didn't know they had songs. That was a little bit before my time, but I was—I still caught the tail really? of it when I was a little kid. But I think what we saw was like leftovers from the '80s. I don't know if they were new at the time, huh. but because th- this stuff I never heard. But these horrible "Don't Do Drugs" songs. The one song's called "Don't Do Meth," and he's just like, "Don't do meth, cause," and he lists all the reasons. I'm thinking, isn't this for like kindergartners? Yeah. They don't even know what drugs are. I think they introduced more kids to drugs yeah. than prevented them. <laughs> Maybe it's, you know. Hey, don't do this thing. Yeah, and wait till kids are at least double digits of age. <laughs> you don't know what this is, but avoid it. They they are horrible. They are so cheesy too. These songs. Interesting. I yeah, I don't remember songs. I remember some commercials, but I don't remember my like. Honestly, I don't remember it being like a big deal. Yeah, I really don't either. I think I think it was like trailing off. 
when I was a little kid, it wasn't as much. Did they like retire McGruff and start the Dare campaign? Man, I don't remember. Or Dare. when did like when was it like this is your brain on drugs? Mm, I think those were old too. Those were like eighties because that the, was Nancy the classic Reagan. one. Yeah, the eggs. Yeah, getting in the front. Yeah, that was probably around the same time. I think that was like early to mid eighties. You think it was all like same campaign? Maybe I don't really remember. I know what I drugs. I know the videos propaganda for the war on drugs. Probably the videos that he sent to me were all from like 1984, 86. Does he do a lot of drugs? No, the guy who sent them to you. No, I don't think McGruff might be. He might be a crook. That's what it would be. The people that are like hardcore about Mm. you know this. The people out there with picketing, holding up signs and shit. There's always a few that they are the most guilty of that. And they think oh, that yeah. that hides it. So McGruff's probably a raging crackhead. He just thinks like, oh, if I'm on the police force and tell, you know, if I'm yeah. acting like this is so bad, no one will notice that I'm he just messed get, up Yeah, that, that gets him a stash. Yeah. That gets him a supply. I just had to bring that up. Yeah, that interesting. Funny. Interesting. Didn't know that. I guess you said you only McGruff. had a couple notes for today. Yeah. So that must be one of your. That was definitely one of them. I honestly, till he sent me the messages, I forgot all about him. Am I supposed to talk about that that video that you sent of the like the Honda dealership? You'll have to be. Oh, the uh, three amigos. What? I don't really, but you can, dude. There was a. That's so funny. Yeah, so bad for the listeners. It's like some. I think it's out in Florida. It was like Planet Drive or something like. It's some weird like it was a Honda yeah dealership a, yeah Honda dealership somewhere out I'm I'm assuming Florida I don't really know yeah I don't know I I think it was just one old man yeah. dressed as a three amigo one of the three amigos and then and they then they mirrored him yeah two they other times just duplicated and did, like or they triplicated were, they were doing the like the three amigos like. What do you call it? It was like the theme song. It was just like it a wasn't th- a song though. It's just kind of like the dance. Like oh the yeah, dance yeah. The, like, the three amigos salute. Yeah, I think. I guess. Yeah, it's like the macarena. You gotta hit with each them. shoulder. You hit each thigh, and then you put your hands on your hips. You gotta look to the right, pelvic thrust, and go. Huh! And it just it was this old out of shape man doing it. It was just super half ass. It was a dude who's clear. It's clear that he had a commercial budget, and his favorite movie was the Three Amigos. Yeah. And so he decided to make the commercial The Three Amigos about Hondas. It was just it just, I don't I honestly I don't know how I could explain it. It's just like one of the best bad local commercials yeah, you've ever seen. It is just it's comical how low budget these yeah. things are. And you're risking a copyright lawsuit doing that stuff because I'm sure as low budget as this is, he ain't contacting whatever studios had that movie yeah. and got their permission. He just went and did it. Probably not, but also, do you think Warner Brothers oh, cares? Shit, I forgot to open my beer in my microphone. Oh, you idiot! Oh, well, here, here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll, edit, I'll just, I'll, I'll rip a sound off YouTube here, and edit. I'll here. open. We'll do three amigos Honda commercial. It. All right, I'll hold on, wait, wait. Mine, and then you mirror. When it. I, when I go, huh, you open it. So. It was almost timed. Okay. So anyhow, you can just use that sound. Just make that yeah. one twice as loud. Yeah. Or uh, take that little snippet and put it to when you open. I want to take beer. a little sip it. Glavin. I don't know why I was getting a blueberry. Oh, oh yeah, it is berry. That's right. When I opened it, I got a whiff of I, like, blueberry. I know you're a blueberry boy. And I forgot. And I thought like when I, I tried that beer on vacation, and I was like, blueberry is a hit oh. or miss to me. I'm raspberries my main. Oh, uh, well, that's but a huckleberry. I like, base, but all berries are pretty much good. I'd, you said baseberry? 
I meant to say base pair. I meant to say basically. I know. I know what you were doing. Yeah, fuck off. You just got to, you know, it's all audio. Speaking of, might as well just start on it. Let's get the uh, vacation chat rolling here. Yeah. You guys. First off, on uh, I'm going to turn this light on because, like, this, the a cloud yeah. just went over the sun. Also, we suddenly, are recording, like, so why isn't the, this recording? Oh, fuck. On? Yeah. We are out of it today. Brooke, can you turn on the light? Brooke! The light? Meatloaf! Meatloaf! <laughs> Classic scene, never gets old. Yeah. Can you close that closet door so we can see the whole recording sign? Please. Thank yeah. you. There we go. What a sweetheart. Shout out to Brooke. The what lights were turned heart. off in the room, and so Brooke turned the light on, and then also the recording neon sign wasn't turned on, so she sign. turned that on, too. Yeah. And it was neon. <laughs> so, vacation happened last week. Levon Not watched, for me. Levon watched the... You had a vacation. You get to watch yeah. our kitties. Yeah, true. So I got out of my house for a moment. That counts. Every other day. So, the flight to Las Vegas was on last Saturday morning. Not that anyone knows what day this is recorded, so yeah. I could say any Saturday morning. Could literally just... It won't matter. We uh, flew out of Pittsburgh on Saturday morning into the dirty desert. And uh, we, we flew Spirit, which we always fly Spirit, for no reason other than it's just kind of cheap, and we've literally never had a bad experience with them that has been their fault. Yeah. It's not like it's I never, think it is. It, I, but like just because be, it's cheap though. Yeah, it's the fault is, that that, the that fault is, is the, that it's cheap. It's like yeah, yeah, it is. The fault of them is that they're the cheapest flights and that's what attracts it's the not grossest their people. fault that cheap people suck. It's just yeah, they you know, do and they but, attract us. But yeah. also, hey, I know this is a fact. I know you could you gamble sitting beside the diarrhea baby. Yeah. But uh if you're going to fly me to wherever I'm going for $100 less than the other people, I'm going to take that risk of sitting by Diarrhea Baby. So, but the I, flight I there... I think, too, I think you either have the money for first class and your flight's enjoyable, or just go cheap and at least watch these poor jabronis entertain you on a flight a little yeah. bit. They're annoying, but like in the middle, you pay $100 more to... Do you really yeah. get, you know... You're going to be sitting beside some mouth breathers. Anyway, so... We actually, like, because Brooke is, at that time, she was only, like, eight and three quarters of a month pregnant. <laughs> so, she wasn't ultra pregnant. She's still safe to fly. But we we opted for, there's, like, Spirit's first class is called the big front seats. And there's, like, two or three rows of front seats that are, like, they're big. Yeah. There's only two seats in that row. They're a plush seat. The seats behind that are like the extra legroom seats, and they're like twenty dollars extra, thirty dollars extra a seat. Yeah. Uh, and then the regular seats where they like, you know, just have you. So the flight into Las Vegas, we paid for the a little bit of extra legroom seats, because once again, Brooke is larger than she was, so the extra legroom is nice for a woman who is eight and a half months pregnant. So we both sat in like the little extra room seats. Our flight was not bad going there. Spirit should, all of October, they should go Halloween theme and really have it decorated inside. Like Spirit Halloween and Spirit have Airlines like, combine. Yeah, whatever. Just, you know, Spirit, just a Spirit thing. Really go. Like, the Spirit Halloween. Just have ghost 
Spirit Halloween is like that. That's the Halloween store. You know the Halloween, oh, the temporary I wouldn't have Halloween remembered stores. That. I mean, it, now that you say it, I guess they I never really like even looked at merge. the name. I did, yeah. Well, for a month. <laughs> yeah. Or for the last for two weeks of the month. Yeah. Yeah. But they have should. the flights be like Spirit Halloween yeah, airlines. Cool. Uh, and then the so plane crashes and they're, they're all ghosts. Where our seats were, they were the emergency exit row, which is like, you know, like by like the the wings. There's yeah. like the emergency exits. That's the best seat that you don't want to have to have that be the best seat. But I mean, if you're as an emergency, so you are right there. <laughs> so, you know, when we get the f- tickets, I don't think we're a hundred percent aware of it or we just don't give a shit. I don't really like, I honestly, I don't remember, but also like who cares? Yeah. Nobody's going to use an emergency idiot. exit. No. So we're sitting in our flights. I roll a little bit of pre-medication and I ingest a little bit of pre-medication on my walk from economy. I would do that if I'm walking that. to vacate. You know, <laughs> just yeah. Well, vacation flight, starts right now. For the flight, uh, I pre-medicate. So uh, we get on the flight, we sit in our seats, and uh, you know, get situated. I forgot my little pillow thing, which is stupid, but I forgot it. Uh, it's stupid. It is stupid. I thought I forgot my headphones. I downloaded a couple podcasts to listen to. I thought I forgot my headphones, but I didn't. But I still didn't have That's them on. That's the flights we've gone on, even when we went to Vegas and stuff. Yeah, I got the podcast and shit. They get pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Especially if you're kind of baked for it. Unless you don't have them. And you're... Well, I thought I didn't, and it turned out when I got to Vegas, <laughs> I realized I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's even funnier. <laughs> yeah. You had to hear people breathing and shit. I was by Brooke. Like I said, still suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were sitting in our seats, and then the stewardess comes over and she's like, points to everybody in our section, which is like nine people, because there's three rows of like three people, and she says, "You guys are all sitting in the emergency exit area. If there was an emergency, are you willing to help out the rest of the plane with emergency evacuation?" And she like pointed to us all. And, like, made us verbally say yes. So, like, the dude in front of me is like, yes. The lady, his wife says yes. You know, the next person says yes. She points over, yes, 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 yes. We all say yes. And she says, excellent. If there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. And uh, Brooke's in a hoodie. And, oh, no. you know, she's getting comfortable. It's funny that that's going to be relevant. She's getting comfortable. And she takes her hoodie off. And, like... Nice. Four seconds later, the stewardess comes and is like, ma'am, have you been sitting here the whole time? Like somebody else moved into the emergency (laughs) evacuation seats. We like, no, I had somebody hold my seat. Yeah. And then it was the other tiny pregnant white lady. Yeah, they they dissipated. And then I I was on another flight and then I just appeared here. Yeah. Just lady, are you serious? Who gives a shit? (laughs) Are you that worried about your pilot? Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. You guys fly to Vegas 300 times a day this is, from everywhere. Also, this was funny. Everybody's saying yes. Like, that's a written contract. No, when a plane's going to crash, nobody's going to give a shit. Yeah. Everyone's going to do what they want to do. Yeah. It's I'm just, biting people. Yeah. I'm scratching. Yeah, we're I'm, just, I'm writing the liquor we're cabinet. Just, we just want to get these wheels off the freaking grass. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am going to be zero help. I say yes now. Yeah. I am going to be the world's biggest bitch. It's I gonna am, be. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. die! Ah! Ah! 
Yeah, just sucking down buzz balls, just being an absolute oh, menace. You might be the only one. You did premedicate, so you might be like, oh, this is all right. I might think it's okay. But the lady was instantly on Brooke like that somebody stole her seat. Why? If you're paying attention this close, why didn't you see her take her hoodie off? <laughs> she didn't do anything. Like She wasn't sneaky. She didn't go to the bathroom, come out without a hoodie. She just took her hoodie off in her seat like a normal person would. Uh, schmuck. And then we were like talking to the this people sitting beside, like the guy sitting beside me and I were joking, like, we're going to be real heroes here today. Like, t- talking, like, you know, yeah. wow, you know, the, the guys at 9 11, those guys were here, like those firefighters at the World Trade Center, those guys were heroes, but they're nothing like we are. Because we just basically volunteered our <laughs> yeah. lives for a bunch of strangers in this flight. That's clearly like, clearly this this flight attendant has a little premonition that she knows this flight's gonna go down. Yeah, she's. It's all about the safety. Oh my goodness, just, like lady. She had all the motions. Oh yeah, I love when you're on a flight and you watch like the people so half-assedly go through the uh, like showing you how to use a seatbelt. And like showing you, like as they bl- they blow into the little emergency flotation device, like yeah, they like go, that's gonna do it. The, there is a water activated strobe light that will activate when it's in water. In the case of emergency landing, when you land in the water, pull the tab on your life vest. If the life vest does not inflate, inflate with your mouth. And if everyone just knows when there's adrenaline, you'll do one, and that thing's gonna be you'll be floating you would, off you the would ground. Think so. But it's not the way that it's not the dance. Yeah, the dance like they're pointing to both the window, like both the exit yeah. rows, and then they show you how a seatbelt works. Like in Tommy Boy, David Tommy Spade Boy. made a joke. He's like, if you don't know how a seatbelt works, let somebody know and they'll hit you in the head with a tack hammer. Yeah, that was ta- like the joke David Spade said. That movie is thirty years old. I was never a big fan of that movie. I but love I, Tommy Boy. Really? I need to rewatch it. It's funny. Tommy Boy is a very funny movie. There but, was like, just in that era. There was just. A barrage of funny movies too. That it was just like Tommy Boy is a classic. Yeah, I know it do is. You like, do you like any David Spade, Chris Farley movies? Yeah, I just thought their their skits on Saturday Night Live generally were funnier. But you know what? No, I did remember liking Tommy Boy, but it was the stuff after it I just didn't. If I remember right, that was like the first one they did, and yeah. then they did like three in a row because like Beverly Hills Ninja I didn't think was that funny. There was another one in between, I think. Black Sheep? Yeah. I didn't think that was... Like, there's funny stuff in it, yeah. but it was just more for me. Like, it, it didn't, like, highlight either actor's, like, best attributes, I don't think. I I think Tommy Boy was generally funny, but... Tommy Boy, I think, is a classic. Black Sheep is not so funny. I hear good things about the... It was called Almost Heroes, I think. And it was, like... Chris Farley, I think David Spade was in it, and uh, one of the guys from Friends, Matthew mm. Perry, was in it. Yeah. Well, it don't matter. I just think, too, they kind of just got lost in the shuffle. Like, honestly, any of them, I not that I don't really like them that much. I just don't think I really watched them enough. So, like, anyway. Uh, we got on our flight. Flight went well. We did not crash. <laughs> that lady was so convinced we were going to fl- crash, and... Uh, we, we made it to Las I mean, Vegas safely. I think your presence here. Yeah. Also, like, that, was seatbelt such great technology back in, like, 1973 that nothing has had to change in airplanes with them? Because airplane seatbelts, even car seatbelts, for as long as I've been in, like, 
transportation. We've been using the exact same seatbelts, except yeah. for the era where the seatbelts used to like. They're just they're really nothing else like power seatbelts. Like airplanes, it's more along the lines of for turbulence, keep you yeah from you know there is a vertical element to it. Just keep your ass somewhat on the seat. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's like 9 a.m. Las Vegas time by the time we get there. And like noon our time. So we check into our hotel. We stayed at the Palazzo, which is like a wing of the Venetian, which is a, like a decent resort. It's on the northern end of the strip, but not in the north side. Like it's not like Circus Circus north side of the strip. It's like northern center side of the strip. We've been there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't remember yeah. the full layout. I remember the gist of it. You know, there's, there's a main yeah. strip, really, you know. We need to go to Vegas with friends again. I would like to go with somebody who knows the area. Like, I feel you, like you know, now like, do I the, like, like do. Yeah, because like, there's a main tourist stuff, but like any place you go to, I know when I was there, it's like, oh, you got to go to all this other shit that's yeah. a lot more traveling. And, you know, of course, I don't know how much the money factor is, but, you yeah. know. Any big city, there's all kinds of shit to do, but it's just unless you have a guide that I knows feel, it. I feel like at this point, like, Brooke and I are, are pretty good at, at Las Vegas. So we stayed at, at the Palazzo, which was like a wing of the Venetian. It's like the newer wing of the Venetian, which the Venetian is a very nice hotel. It's the one with the, uh, it looks like Venice. It has the big mall that goes through it with yeah, the, I know with the water. It has the, the sky roof, ceiling. Yeah. 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 It's sick. Yeah, that is cool. It's sick. I remember them edibles kicked in. Yeah. Not at the beginning so much. I was feeling good. Yeah, that day, like, the old, uh, oh, it's been an hour and you feel nothing. So you double up and then pow, my pupils were going into my forehead. (laughs) Yeah, it was a... a, uh, It is cool. It's a fun place. Walking around with beers. Yeah, isn't it sick? (laughs) Dude, I just love Las Vegas. There are no... It is is an adult playground. If you could just walk around Pittsburgh drinking beers and not get hassled, every city would be better. There'd be a lot Probably, more well, there's beer a lot cans of junkies. And, yeah. Probably a lot more people masturbating in public if you got to do whatever you wanted. That's what pepper spray's for. Yeah, but also you don't want pepper Just spray. Hit some bear like, spray. You don't really want to walk through a mist of it. I'm telling you, from pepper spray experience. Well, I, we've all had that. Wanna. From the caught brother in the uh, basement. Yeah. It's not the same. Pete's little gust of pepper spray that little compared to walking I, through a, I, like an area where somebody was pepper sprayed. Yeah, I'm sure. It's not the same. It's not the same. It ruins anything. Yeah. So we landed, tried to check into our hotel. We were still a hair early to check in. So we like left our bags with baggage check and uh, started to walk and walked around. Then they they texted us and said, hey, the room's ready. So we went back. To, they got into our room. Beautiful room. You know, like it all worked out like really well. Uh, and we got a decent price. Like the thing to do don't book your hotel room in Vegas like early. Wait till like six days before you go. Like if you're going yeah. on a weekend, wait till the Monday before you leave because the prices keep going down. And if you check, like when you check, delete your cookies like online. Like you, you know, you always do it online. Mm, cookies. Delete the cookies. <sighs> delete like delete any information cookies? and uh, check again like in a couple days or in a day. And you'll see, like, the prices usually generally go down. Unless there's, like, a big event. If, like, the Raiders are playing or the Golden Knights are playing, then your prices are probably going to be high no matter what. But on just regular weekend, it don't matter. 
solid advice. It's very good advice. The resort people know by like, hey, we're trying to book these rooms by the weekend. It's the Monday That's before more, the weekend. Save more money to go lose at a casino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can tell like going like you, you can, can tell spend like it going unwisely into it, in another way. I knew a few weeks going into it like we were going to end up staying where we stayed. Because you could tell, like, oh, that's a hotel that has an extremely reasonable price two weeks in advance. Yeah. I'm going to wait and see it go down a little bit. And I booked it on, like, the Monday, and then the Tuesday, it was down, like, 30 more dollars. And I kind of kicked myself a little bit for it. But then the Wednesday, it was right back up to more expensive than what I booked it at. Yeah. So it was just kind of like... You can time it right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still okay with what I did, because only, like, 30 bucks over two days, 60 bucks, like whatever you know it was still cheaper than it was a week before like okay so i didn't time it perfectly i still did decent yeah. i'm okay with that uh so we spent like the day walking around vegas gambling on the pony we play the pony game yeah so, i know like, that one you know the pony game to the listeners there's this game it's an animatronic pony racetrack are they ponies or horses I call I, it ponies because I think yeah, ponies is funnier. Yeah, I think they're horse. Yeah, I mean, I think ponies is funnier than horses. Horse, ponies are cuter, but I've played it and I'm like, ah, they I all got massive. I don't think they have pony races, <laughs> you know, on TV. So they should. That would be funnier. So you put your money in the machine. It shows you like, oh, you have twenty bucks on the machine, and then they'll show you the six horses. The horse odds go up and down depending on the horse. Like there might be a horse at two to one. A horse at seven to one, a horse at thirty to one, you know, whatever. Like the odds are just yeah. the odds of the horse, and you can basically like tell like, okay, this horse that's at thirty-five to one, it's probably not gonna win, because if you bet a dollar on it, you're gonna win thirty-five dollars. Yeah. That's probably not gonna happen. But Ain't the horse that's like, <laughs> what was that? No, that was George Bush Senior or something. There was a president had a quote and just like, "Ain't gonna happen." <laughs> like I when don't I was know a, what that is. That, that wasn't Reagan. That was George Bush Sr. It sounds like a George Bush. <laughs> that was Bush. from like 92 or something. No. Yeah, 91 or something. Anyway. So uh, it basically pays off to bet on two horses. Bet on the one that's odds are 2 to 1. And then bet on one that's odds are like 4 or 5 to 1. Or, set, you know, one of the horses with a little bit better odds. Yeah. That way, if one of the better horses win, you know, hey, I won 4 bucks. If four one of the, bucks. yeah, I mean you do it for a while. Yeah. And then if, if one of the horses that it's a horse that's a two to one wins, it cancels out your bet. You basically bet for free. Yeah. So if you had twenty bucks in your machine, you bet on two horses. This one is was such a Griswold's natural lampoons vacation. Mm. Like it's just fun. It's such a small time betting thing that you know. It just, is it's very des- small. It's designed time. to sit there and drink yeah. beer all day. That's what I do. That's what we do, do with it. We walk a few miles, find a casino that has this game, and then we sit there for like 20 minutes and yeah. then we walk away eventually. But that's <laughs> like, that's basically it. And you don't lose that much money. I honestly like, you know, you're going to pay money to be entertained. If Brooke yeah. and I considered a machine for a half hour and spend 20 bucks, I consider that I'm in Las Vegas. That's not that bad of a deal. Commercial break. Learn a lesson so true. There's danger in inhalants. They can break you in two. So never sniff inhalants. Breathe in them is real. 
spent like day one you know just doing vegas shit and uh at like 9 30 at night we're pretty much ready to call it quits on our first night because we're already three hours ahead so it's like 12 30 our time yeah. and it was an early morning like you know we worked the night before try to stay up so we'd be tired for the flight came in like but basically 9 30 at night for us was time to go back yeah. to the hotel for bed so we went back Went to bed, and Brooke wakes up at like midnight, I think, and checks her like phone, like Facebook. Friggin' U2 did a free concert on Fremont Street. They rented, <laughs> they, U2 rented a. So you dodged a bullet. <laughs> U2 rented a flatbed truck yeah. and did a free show on Fremont Street. Yeah. It was probably a madhouse, too, though. I wonder if it was unannounced. Nobody knew about it. Yeah, it was unannounced. unannounced. It was an absolute surprise show. Yeah. If we would have stayed up for another hour, yeah, been... we would have seen this as something that was happening. You could have went, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so disappointed when, if when I woke up in the morning. Can you imagine going down the street and you're like, oh, there's a guy dressed like Bono, and Bono's wearing that same yeah. stupid hat, and, and then you, that and really then it is him. like The Edge. Yeah. The Edge. We just missed a free U2 concert. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, honestly. Here's what probably is. I think they just put an album out, though, so it was probably free. It was probably all their new crap. They're, started, they're doing a residency in Vegas. Yeah. They're about that And this age. was like a, uh, yeah. I want to see Diamond David Lee Roth do his, like, lounge-style crap mm-hmm. in Vegas. It would be awful, but that's the Vegas-y yeah. thing that I want to see. Dude, I was so disappointed. I was so close. Yeah. Honestly, who wouldn't want to see that? You just have to at least check it out. Are you kidding me? Like I me? said, I'm a, I I like a couple albums in the 80s, but... If they were performing a show on a flatbed yeah. truck in front of you... Oh, yeah. I would be absolutely blown away as not the world's biggest U2 fan, as a very casual, like... I like a good bit of U2 songs. Yeah. I'm not the world's biggest U2 fan by any stretch of the imagination. You're probably a bigger U2 fan than I, I am. I, I give Bono... I think a lot of his fame and annoyance ain't really his fault, but a lot of it probably is, too. I don't... Yeah. You know, they're, that kind of stuff, I don't know. When bands but get that big, they're to just, do something they just as annoy chill me, as but like, it's not their fault. They just rented a flatbed truck and did yeah. a show. 
You know that's cool. Yeah. You oh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. That's what I mean. No, I would be minimum check it out. I mean, if, yeah. If, just walk away if it's like it's free. It's bono. It'd be funny. Like you, nobody knows. You could get there and there's only like ten people watching you two play live. Yeah, I'm sure at one point there was only a couple people there. Watch them. It's like a free gig and they just fucking shred. I heard it. Somebody. I'm sure they do. Like in Boston, Aerosmith would do that. They would just make up a name and they'd go play and they would do these old blues covers and they said that was like legendary. Yeah. They I'm sure throw some of their stuff in. But it was more for them to have fun. So, we missed a free U2 show. I was so disappointed, but also, like, we weren't gonna make it. We didn't yeah. know at first, like, we're just tourists. I know, like, people, like, get pissed off at tourists. Well, I, when I go to Las Vegas, I know I'm just a tourist. Yeah. And I don't care that I'm just a tourist. I like being a tourist. Yeah, in don't Las live Vegas. in a tourist town. Yeah. That, what is Las Vegas? It's made for tourists. It's tourists. Not catered to the fucking regulars. Yeah. There's no mills. If you don't like it, fucking move. Yeah. So yeah. we went to a breakfast place like three quarters, like basically a mile up the road from us, but it, like a mile flat. Like it's not that bad. Like, no. you know, we can, you can walk it easy. And the place was like super old fashioned. It's like a 70s retro diner. But it like it's like really like legit retro, not like made to look old. Like it is old. Yeah. And they have a uh, they have this this so, bar in so the. So it was back. the Halton Hilton bar. Yeah. With the gas, but it's like natural s- gas leak. But it's like seventies like yeah. Vegas old like yeah. stupid tables like they have the like a diner when Ve- area. And Elvis was still there. Oh, it really looks like it. The movie Casino, some of the movie Casino, which I never saw, was filmed there. Never saw it. And I think maybe, like, I think maybe the uh, National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation was filmed there. Like, it, mm. it was in some things. But they have, like, it's like a restaurant. And then in the back, they have a bar. And the bar has, like, it looks like super swingersy. Like, <laughs> yeah. really old, really dim lights, a dumb, like, one of those dumb fake fireplaces. Like, it's just really loungy, stupid yeah. looking. But the food is good, relatively, like, Vegasly inexpensive. Uh, we went there for breakfast the two mornings we ate breakfast there. Second morning, we walked up the road there. And I'm not going to lie, it gets a little seedy when you're walking there. Yeah, that sounds like a good It's place. definitely a little homelessy. It's definitely a little druggy, but not not bad. Like New Ten. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. And like you just keep walking, nobody that's bothers you. A lot of you. times, that's where the fun stuff is. So we walked to breakfast, ate breakfast, started walking back to our hotel, and in front of one like the souvenir shops, there was like a landscaping, you know, at the corner of the intersection, like you know, just some rocks yeah. and some bushes. And there was a dude's legs hanging out of the bushes, like on the curb. Like there's a bottle of gin, a dude's legs sitting out like out the curb a guy laying like into the bush and his shirt's like kind of up like there's belly buttons exposed and a security guard has just got there and we're just walking by at this time and uh this other homeless guy is telling the security guard to leave this guy that's like laying in the bush alone (laughs) and like brooke and i are walking past and we're both nurses and brooke's like i think that guy's dead i think he's probably just like really drunk early in the morning or something yeah and 
She's like, ah, I don't know. I said, yeah, I, I don't know either. I like, you know, whatever. But we weren't going to stop because, like, the situation was not safe yet. Yeah. Just... And it was like, if it weren't for that other homeless dude that was, like, hassling the, the uh, security guard, I probably would have, like, offered assistance to the security guard. But I wasn't, like, getting involved with, like, another tweaker. No. Like, it's, you know, sorry. Especially with a not getting involved. wife and child. Mm-hmm. For yeah. someone who probably did it to themselves. Yeah. So we keep walking and we get like another like 400 yards away. And then the ambulance and the police come. Like they speed down the strip to where we're at. And then we start to think like, oh, maybe he is dead. Because they wouldn't like <laughs> yeah. if he was just sleeping it off, the security guard would have just kicked his foot and said, hey, dude, are you OK? The dude would just said like, fuck off. And then that would have been it. But the dude, like, he must have been unresponsive. And if he was unresponsive, he was probably, like, dead or close to death. He's probably just trashed on booze, maybe. He would have responded. Yeah. Of course, alcoholics, he's clearly been doing that for a long time. So the fact that they're there means, yeah. Yeah. Something was wrong. So that was our possibly dead body. Let's, uh... While we're talking about a dead drunk guy, alcoholic, let's do this beer, beer review. review. Cue we'll do beer this beer review, review and we'll uh, talk to music. We'll Am wrap I supposed this to keep up. doing this? What's that? I'm only through like a little bit. We'll, I've really let, been milking this let's, uh, story. We'll make this an episode and then we'll just keep going. Okay. We'll just make it a two-parter. Beer review. Cue beer review song. Beer review! Beer review! Beer review! Beer review! Okay. All right. Warm. So uh, this is one you brought back from... That's from Yellowstone. Yellowstone from Big Sky Brewing Company in Montana. Hold on, I'm going to burp. There it is. I like, as I'm reading it on the top, there's a buffalo skull. Just added on as a little extra graphic. Uh, yeah, I'm, this is the Hucket Huckleberry Blonde Ale that Paul got me. It is a, well, Huckleberry... Is that just a blueberry? No, it's a, or are it's there a special type of berry. Do they grow around the here at all? Branch, I wonder. Branch. I wonder if the huckleberry is just something I always... I don't know. I don't know. I've heard it like huckleberry fin. I've heard my of it. Neighbor, but I just thought it was my like... My neighbor growing up had a bunch it. of different berry plants, and I can't remember if huckleberries were one of them or not. Yeah. But they have a bunch of huckleberry-like flavored there's things. A, there's a blue jay bird on it. And did you, did you ever call them bird berries? That's what we always call them. Them just... They're everywhere in the woods, and they're not good to eat. They're just some little round. They look like micro cherries. Are they they're red? Like, yeah, they're all over oh, the place. Oh, yeah. You call them bird berries? Yeah, when I was a real little kid, somebody told me that, and that's what I've been calling them all my life, huh. but I don't know if that might have just been... I that. never called them anything. I never had a name for them. Yeah. They look I, like salmon eggs. Yeah. And I was always told not to eat them. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't... But, um, anyway. Is there no descriptors on the can? No, it just says beer with natural flavor added. Brewed and canned by Big Sky Brewing in Missoula, Montana. I assume that's how you pronounce it. Two S's, so maybe it's Missoula or something. I don't know. Um, I like it. It's a, uh, you know, it's not one I'd want to drink all night. But, no, you know, it's a good wild card beer. Yeah, you know, it is I, a like, good, uh, probably better were... in the heat. You know, it's not so hot out now, but I could see in the summer or like at a warm golf course. I like I bought one at one of like the the Yellowstone like stores. Like, oh, that's probably that's really good. 
And I knew like you were into berries, and I thought this would be a good like yeah. that Levon would probably like one of. Yeah, but probably not so, like I one or two. I you I could tell it's not like these, you know, it's definitely not a uh, crush a bunch of them beer. No. But it's definitely like a little sweet dessert beer. It's like a, it's a weird. Beer it's like, like the, yeah, when they're when they're sweet, it's just they taste good. There's a lot of beers that taste good, but it's not conductive to when I'm in beer drinking mode. Yeah, it's just beer's got to taste like beer. You know, yeah, to, to keep putting them down. But yeah, it is good. I'd, I'll give it a solid. I'd give it a four. Okay, give it a five. But that's uh, I like it. You know, it's cool and it's Montana water here. I'm drinking in Pennsylvania, which yeah. I don't. They yeah. came through, uh, came through on the airplane. Came yeah. through on, the, you know, whatever. It's I don't know awesome. what to say. I'm an interstate drinking. Yeah, we're bootlegging. I'm drinking Trogue's Oktoberfest. Yeah, there we go. And I can't lie to you, it's pretty tasty. It's just a hair on the malty side. Just tastes like a really, really good Oktoberfest. It tastes like a flannel shirt feels on your. A lot of them beers, it's hard to like stand out you know what makes a top grade Oktoberfest compared to a low i mean they're all pretty it's just similar. got that like toffee like yeah. not quite caramel taste but like a, a toffee-ish like like if you put caramel on a piece of bread and toasted it and then made it cold and then somehow put made a, it liquid make a mountain pie and fill it with yeah them cowtails yeah <laughs> honestly <laughs> That's a great description of a of a good Oktoberfest. Yeah, like caramel mountain just pie. caramely, creamy, and toasty, and just this Dude, is a I really good beer. I haven't had a mountain pie in a while. Yeah, now I'm kind of craving one. It's basically you could make a grilled cheese, or, you know, uh-huh. something. But there's something. Nah, mountain pie is a little different. I got a bunch of firewood now. Yeah, we could have one in the basement right. we next can make weekend. You wanna do mountain f- pie? Uh, Let's do what mountain, is a mountain pies pie? next weekend. What is a mountain pie besides a giant pierogi? Yeah, that's like I said. I think it's more like a grilled cheese, but fill it with a pierogi or two. Mountain. What else do they call mountain pies? There like other names for them. Not that I know of. I'm sure it's some stupid people, some stupid group of people. Dude, fireplace toast food. Well, are, am I, are we done talking? Is this Let's, the end of the uh, podcast, or what are we doing? Well, for this one, well, I gotta get music talk okay well first of all so i have on my nose last weekend i was on my porch at it was like seven o'clock or something and i live about a half mile from a school and i was hearing that band practice the drums and shit you know i could hear very clearly i'm thinking could you imagine living by that like anyone that lives by that school anytime there's band practice for an hour randomly it's just what, 30 kids hitting drums and playing trumpets and shit? And just... I was actually outside listening to that, and I was like, I'm going to mention that on a podcast, because I feel bad for everybody who has to live near that for all school year. It just whenever they have band practice... Yeah, this is what you, you just, deal with. Yeah. I just thought it was funny, because I'd suck to people buy a house. That's something you'd never consider. You know, oh, I want this... You live near a no, school. That's cool. This is lovely, honey. But I uh, also figured I'd... Bring up the old Jimmy Buffett croaked. Well, that was a few weeks ago yeah. by now, huh? We haven't discussed it, I guess. Uh, which I really... I'm not a big... I don't really care for... His- Jimmy Buffett doesn't do anything for me. Jimmy Buffett is somebody like... You are a one-trick pony. You have rode your yeah. Margaritaville song and Margaritaville lifestyle to like become... Basically, I don't know if he's a billionaire, oh, but God. he's pretty oh, he's freaking nothing rich. nothing now. <laughs> 
his, his well, family the Buffett, is. The Jimmy Buffett estate yeah. is pretty rich just by, like, think how much money Land Shark Beer makes, Margaritaville Cafe, the song Margaritaville on radio royalties, his <sighs> tours. What else is there? Sort of merchandise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, merch. He's probably got Jimmy Buffett margarita mixes and shit. Yep. Cheeseburger toppings. I've learned as I got older. I used I used to hate hair bands and all that shit. And I realized there's a time and place for every music. Like when you're down at the Bahamas, Jimmy Buffett's music makes sense, and that's a place to listen to it. But, but I think it's like not. But good. I think like a career of it. Yes. That's cool. Okay, an album or two. And I, I but I, I just can't relate to that rich yuppie retirement home rock for it's senior citizen rock and roll, and it's just. Uh, I've but, I, I, you know, I never whatever. liked Jimmy Buffett. I would like Jimmy Buffett if he only did Margaritaville and Cheeseburger in Paradise. See, that's the, I hate that cheeseburger. I think that's the I know, dumbest it's ridiculous. Song. I think it mustache. just sounds like so stupid. They were like having a cookout, and the producer's like, you know, this album, like, we're about one more song short. And they're just looking around, and Jimmy Buffett's like, hand me a napkin. And I was like, uh, we're eating cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger in Paradise. And he just penned one on a napkin yeah. in like two minutes and. Got rich yep. off of it. And yep. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure, you know, in that situation, if you're having a cookout in paradise, okay, that's a great song. But I hate his music, and I hate that song when I'm at work in Pennsylvania, and I'm like, oh, I got six hours more work to go, and it's snowing outside, and it's, you know, we're not in paradise. When it's shoved down your throat constantly, I, it just drives me nuts. It's Cure like, burger in paradise. Yeah. You know that South Park? Yeah, hell yeah. I haven't seen that episode in a while. That was a funny uh, one. But yeah, Jimmy Buffett, your music sucked. You did nothing for me. No. I'm not going to miss you, Jimmy. Figure I'd mention it. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad bitch you did. About it, I'm you glad know? you did. Because I get to have like a take where I get to kind of be a dickhead. Yeah. Because like, honestly, Jimmy Buffett, I never liked you. I never, <laughs> respected, I never respected you as a musician. No. I never thought you had anything interesting to say. And I've listened to... To a lot of your music and honestly dude i worked with this was years ago i told him i hate jimmy buffett i don't think jimmy buffett's good at all and he said oh if i made you a cd of jimmy buffett songs you would like it and i said there's no way i would i said unless you there's like jimmy buffett songs that are like way different than the jimmy buffett songs that i know Jimmy Buffett's songwriting is not great. It's a one-trick pony. It doesn't make you think about anything. It's just vacation mind turn-off music. My favorite genre of music when it's done right is like just straight hard rock or just rock and roll because it's they don't go into it with like a mood. You know, you know, like Jimmy Buffett, his whole career is every day is just great. Every day is yeah. par- you know, my whole life is sitting on a beach, drinking a margarita, listening to seagulls listen to the oceans waves laugh off the shore and life ain't like that and then you know when i was a kid hair bands was just life mm-hmm. is one big party non-stop don't be responsible just get hammered all night and then grunge came in and was the opposite of life sucks i i just hate when a band or whatever picks like you know this is how we feel every single day of the week and metal's like yeah. that. even thrash gets old it's cool for a little bit but it's just like so your whole life is just aggression and angry you don't feel happy, and you know there's not one metal song about like, oh, I feel good today, and it just, you know, that's what's, you know, Jimmy Buffett is just, like I said, it's cool. I just don't force that on 
No, it's not. Life ain't always paradise. Life ain't always shit. So Burl made me a mix CD of like his favorite Jimmy Buffett songs, which was like 14 songs long. Hated them all. Is it 14 Margar- too many? Mar- Margaritaville, I don't even think was on the list. I don't even. I'd, I'm sure yeah. I have that CD somewhere. It's like an unmarked CD or a Jimmy Buffett CD. And I listened to it and I thought, I have not changed my mind at all on Jimmy Buffett. No. I still don't like Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett is still somebody who I don't think is a very good songwriter. And he doesn't sing well. For not being good at songwriting and not singing well, you sure made a lot of money, Jimmy. I hope your son Randy Buffett has a lot of money. I hope your wife Debbie Buffett has a ton of money. I hope your daughter Carol Buffett is doing well for herself. But Jimmy, you were terrible. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck you, Jimmy. We need working man's rock. Fuck you, Jimmy. We're shredding guitar like this song. We have one, Paul. Oh, this is gonna be the, This is going to be the one where the... Uh-oh. Speaking of paradise, now we got a Mexican song for you. We got, oh, We got really? the Chupacabra one. Is yes, it, we I mean, do. Is it good? I, you've heard it. I don't I know. know. Is it the same as what I heard? It's not... <laughs> is it the same well, version? It's, it's it got to be a little... Du- a little we've got some stuff to add to it, so when this comes out, it'll be on there. You know, we're going to... Okay. It's got some... No, Guys, I feel the like the last yet. couple songs we recorded, the ideas have been funny. Yeah. But I don't think the, the delivery has no. been super spot on. And this Chupacabra <laughs> song, it's a funny song. Like, it has potential to be funny, but don't set your sights too high. No. Don't get excited. They know I, by now. From a guy who just talked shit on Jimmy Buffett for like five <laughs> minutes. You're going to hate are this song. Way better than Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> You're going to hate this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good, listeners. Hey, like, we don't got to be good. Travis Jack, Zach Boda. We just got to be gonna, better than Jimmy Buffett. You're not going to like this song. All right. I did think the guitar was fun in it, though. I yeah. did think, like, the, the, the Spanish, like, I, was, chords. I, I, I wanted to do. I couldn't think of anything funny to sing about. No, the you, song you know, like, itself Mexi- is it's yeah. funny. It's just really bad. Maybe it will get better. Yeah. But honestly, it's pretty silly. Yeah. It's it's very amateur. Yeah, it's 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 corny. But also As you they didn't pay are. anything for this episode. Yeah, fuck so, off. Like it's free. Shut up. All right. This one's done. Hey man. Pass the tequila. Here, Holmes. Whoa! You hear that? Look, Essay. Over there. What the heck is that? I don't know. Looks like a crazy coyote. That's no coyote. That's... That's... El Chupacabra! Run! Everyone inside! Andale, andale! Cooling and waiting pots are known as something. With evil eyes and out of glow and teeth designed to feast on ghosts, it's calling. Out loud with a hair raising hiss, its presence is death. Cold, hateful kiss as always. So hide your wife and hide your kids. Run for your life, lickety split and stalking. Oh, 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 oh,
Ay, 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 el chufo cabra me alvaro. Ándale, amigos. Mexico, laying in wait in dark shadows, so cunning. And when it strikes next, nobody knows, but all it takes is one quick blow, get running. Cause on flesh and blood, a feast for years, the fierce its form is fuel for fierce hearts pounding. With knife-like claws to cut you clear from ear to ear, get out of here right now, say hey. Oh, no, dos, tres, cuatro! Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, yeah.